Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You made us watch. Why'd you make us watch this? You made us watch something we didn't like. Next time we'll watch something we like. But we can't believe you made us watch. You made us watch Cook-Off. Do you know who recommended this one on the Facebook group? I don't. Mm -mm. Sam Evans. He was the bartender at Lansing Connections. Oh, yes. Okay. Hey, Sam. How you doing? Hey, Sam. I really like this movie. I did, too. And he was right. This was kind of a hidden gem that I never heard of before. Yeah. It has some um, best in show vibes, I think. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. But it's really good. I think, when did it come out? It came out in 2017, although it was made in 2007. It was shelved for 10 years. Wow. I feel like it was filmed probably right after Bridesmaids, maybe? No, Bridesmaids came out in like 2011. Yeah, Bridesmaids, you're right. Bridesmaids came out in 2011. So it's weird to think that even four years before Bridesmaids, Melissa McCarthy was this sniper, this comedy. I don't know if sniper is the right word, but she just comes in. She comes in, is hilarious. Yeah. And she's going to steal the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She steals every scene she's in. And she's really only in the movie for a couple of scenes. Which made me think that this had to have been post- bridesmaids yeah. and her really taking off mm-hmm. but yeah no apparently no. not um but it has wendy mcclendon covey right is um one of the leads yep she she wrote and it right Catherine michon who plays her sister mm-hmm. also both wrote this yes and they are so great <laughs> Uh, instead of writing partners, it's a ra- writing trio because they also wrote this with W. Bruce Cameron. Okay. Yeah, he plays. He just plays an EMT at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. There were a lot of people that I recognized from Reno 911. Yes. Um, like Nisi Nash and um Cedric. Cedric. Uh, Yarbrough. Yarbrough. Yeah. And um, the guy who plays the Muffin Man was actually on Reno 911 yeah, periodically. Yeah, Little. Yeah, as a recurring yeah, character. Yeah, he's also on um, Eastbound and Down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So that was fun to see all those people. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Thomas Lennon and Ben Grant are maybe two of the biggest film writers mm-hmm. in Hollywood yeah, as they well. Yeah, they yeah, they wrote a Everything. book called Screenwriting for Fun and Profit, and yeah. fun is, is crossed, crossed out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they but, wrote a bunch of movies. They 
they've written a lot of movies. Yeah, a lot of a lot of family comedies mm-hmm, and that's stuff like them. that. Yeah, yeah, like they wrote. Didn't they write like Herbie Fully Loaded? And- yeah, they wrote Herbie. I think they wrote Night at the Museum. The yeah, Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. They wrote Night and- at the Museum. Yeah, I also like that Phil Lamar was in this. Yes, Phil Lamar. <laughs> I always think of him as oh Phil Lamar from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's, he's the one who the gets, one who gets yeah, shot, shot in the, in the face. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you shot Marvin in the face. Yep. Yeah, this was a really fun cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Elise Cox, who plays the Doherty daughter, played Jan Brady in she the was, Brady yeah, Bunch movies. You said that you're like, oh, she's Jan Brady. I'm like, oh my god, she is Jan Brady. Yeah. She's so funny in this. And Ben Falcone plays Ben Falcone pa- plays Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's, McCarthy's husband. <laughs> yeah, with like the best hair I've ever seen. It's like totally combed forward and but like kind of spiky. Oh, he had the best bad hair. His hair was so terrible. I love it. His outfit. He's like drinking a giant coffee with like. A tube top on, basically. <laughs> Do you know what is one of those really weird coincidence things? Hmm. I swear, earlier in the week, I was wondering, whatever happened to Marky Post? Like, <laughs> since we watched The Sweetest Thing, uh-huh. I was thinking about actresses who you don't really see anymore because yeah. Hollywood is horrible to actresses yeah. as soon as they hit 40 or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, I... Was thinking, whatever happened to Marky Post? And Marky Post shows up in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a reporter as well as Todd Glass. Yeah, yeah, Todd Glass is in this. And he unfortunately disappears like halfway through. Yeah, where they kind of stop following him in the movie. But Uh, it's, it's really fun. Gary Anthony Williams plays the fiance. Lars. Yeah. And he is so funny. He's fantastic. I really only knew him from, he plays like the judge character on an episode of Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. And even though he's in a lot of stuff, he does a lot of voiceover stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's not a guy that I'm super duper familiar with, but he has like 218 credits on IMDb. So he's in so many things. Yeah. And he's, he's great. so funny. Like he's one of those people that when you see him, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that guy before. But even me liking character actors as much as I mm-hmm. do, I was having a hard time placing him. Like, where do I know him from? Yeah. Yeah. Diedrich Bader is in this. Yeah. Unlike Eurotrip, Diedrich Bader used very well. Very, very well. Love him in this. And the writing trio for this mm-hmm. also did another movie called muffin top a love story mm-hmm. where you'll find a lot of the same people from this like Diedrich bader oh, and fun. uh gary anthony williams and yeah everyone are also in that movie as well too oh, neat. which might be a fun movie to yeah we should check that one out too because yeah. i really liked this yeah. i mean yes it has you know best in show vibes because it's you know basically it's, following a competition yeah it's basically best in show but a cooking competition instead of a dog show yeah characters are so fun and so well developed i felt like mm-hmm. you know um i mean it's focused mainly on the sisters and like their relationship but it is fun to see the relationship with like the mom and the daughter and you know with the fiance and yeah oh god and then the the woman who was a finalist three times and her much younger fiance she was from the office wasn't she 
No, I don't think so. I mean, she's got red hair, but. <laughs> <laughs> she's, um, yeah, she was Jane Edith Wilson. She's in Eight-Legged Freaks, Catch Me If You Can. I didn't recognize her. Yeah, she's one of those people that just kind of shows up in one episode yeah, here or there. Yeah, she's just of a things. character actress. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but she was so funny. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure she was one of those people that was in a lot of stuff. Like, she goes back to 1996 where she was in one episode of Coach, mm-hmm. one episode of Seinfeld. She's in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And I just kind of wonder, like, what are you doing? Because you are so funny. She was really funny, yeah. She should be in more things. Yeah. Because she's great. Yeah, she was great. Um, I would like to say that I really enjoyed Wendy McLendon-Covey's choice to go eyebrowless for this. Yeah. I felt that on a spiritual level because I also (laughs) have zero eyebrows. I have tattooed. You have very fair eyebrows okay my eyebrows you cannot see them so i tattooed them on my face if you're like elson you have eyebrows no they're it i got microblading (laughs) um i love that she did that that she went really you know because the sister is the very like glam one yep uh and she's you know the one she works like in a uh, nursing home and she works really hard and she doesn't have a boyfriend and yeah i also really liked one of the judges was paul wilson mm-hmm. who was in uh it's gary shandling show yeah and he's just one of those character actor kind of guys who i really enjoy seeing like when he popped up i was like oh yeah i like mm-hmm. that guy yeah this is definitely a uh Who's who of character actors mm-hmm. type? They movie. also had um uh one of the judges was um what's her face from the Bob Newhart show? Yeah, I can't um, remember her name. Marsha Wallace. Marsha Wallace. Yes. Yep. She was great. Yep, playing herself, playing herself, and just being really silly. Gavin McCloud, Captain Steubing from mm-hmm. the Love Boat, was also there playing, playing himself. himself. Yeah, it was fun. The like celebrity cameos were believable and like they were just so charming and it was really fun yeah louis anderson louis has anderson a has like a small scene he's really i was like louis anderson i really like seeing mindy sterling who most people will know uh as frau uh oh yeah frau from austin powers yeah from the austin powers movie playing a woman in a retirement home yeah just being sassy and like spitting food out and swearing and yeah. saying dirty things it was really funny yeah she was so funny mm-hmm. i just saw a picture i think it was on facebook of someone who just worked with her or something like that uh-huh. where i was like i love mindy sterling she's great yeah, yeah. mm-hmm and uh this was such a fun movie i also really enjoyed the middle america feel of it where it's you know they're cooking with fake food kind of a thing where it's like oh like they're using canned yams and condensed milk and it's like you know everything is from a can or a jar it's full of preservatives nothing is real i love that kind of like middle america feel of like no these are the recipes that people have you know right. where we're from it's like okay you need to get the condensed milk not the evaporated milk like yeah like yeah those are <laughs> kind of recipes we have we have a lot of jello salad here in the midwest steven root also rounding out yes the mm-hmm. list of who's who's he's like the ceo of the the company that's putting on the cooking contest yeah, a million dollars of his money and he has like a young trophy wife who and just like she just acts with her face but it's so funny. So funny. She doesn't, I don't think she even has any lines. She just looks like a deer caught in headlights, just posed next to him the entire time. Yeah. It's so <laughs> hilarious. 
there must be because I don't remember Jim Rash being in this, but so they must have cut stuff out. I guess they did cut out about twenty minutes of the movie from where mm. it first aired. Yeah, at a festival. Uh huh. And um, so yeah, uh, yeah, because Jim Rash was on Reno Nine One One a lot too. Yeah. I really liked seeing Christine Rose as Victoria Doherty play Mm. a comedic role. Yeah. Because she was like the mom of the two brothers on the TV show Heroes. And she usually plays like a very stern woman. Usually like, oh, she's, you know, working for the bad guys or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and she kind of is, but she's doing it in a funny way. Yeah. I really love seeing actors like that who you really know for doing drama mm-hmm. and stuff doing comedy kind of do but doing their thing in a comedic, in a comedic way. way yeah she yeah. really she made it work really really well it was really funny yeah yeah she's just the overbearing mom who's been teaching her daughter that men will men men leave yeah. men leave, <laughs> men leave. <laughs> and you know her daughter's just like this robot like mm-hmm, yep that's what mama says and then she's just had it I yeah. love that. I love um um one of the which one of the Wayans brothers was it Marlon Wayans? No, it was Jordan Black. Really? Playing Nisi Nash's son? Yeah. Yep, it was Jordan Black. Well, he was hilarious. And it, it was funny too because he was acting so against type. Like I really only know him as playing the rival Dean from Community. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. But to see him playing Oh, that's right. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like really straight laced guy. Yeah, because he's playing kind of like a hood. Yeah, brother, you know, to like Philip Lamar plays a, a reverend. Preacher. Yeah, yeah, like a, a reverend who's also a personal injury attorney. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, the way those two guys bounce off of each other, they're really great. Yeah, with that like they really um, they play that so well. Right. I was so surprised when I saw that was Jordan Black. He's so funny. This entire cast is so funny it's just too much it's so funny everybody in this is hilarious and you know even if they just have a couple of lines they're i mean they're all really committing to this you know the biggest thing to happen in the midwest kind of cook-off thing man (laughs) i (laughs) felt this in my soul (laughs) like i really (laughs) loved it just um the vibe of the whole movie was so fun and You know, people who are just trying to make their best really weird item to impress people. Here's another person that I never really saw before, but I thought he was really funny. And he's one of those Reno 911 guys, Mm -hmm. maybe in the newer episodes of Reno 911. And that's Jack Plotnick playing sort of like the guy in charge of the whole oh, event. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who it, it, I feel He's like... a total dick the whole time. But don't you feel like... But funny. He and Zach Woods from like Silicon Valley probably go out for a lot, a lot of the of same, same roles. roles. Yeah, and I know. Jack Plotnick's probably like, fucking Zach Woods! <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm yep. sure he feels that way because he does have that that look. He's great though, because he he's was basically, so funny. He's so funny because uh, one of the things that they do is they have so they have the mascot, the Muffin Man, mm-hmm. and um, the reporters are trying to interview him. So he takes his head off, and then the guy runs over and he's like, "Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, the Muffin Man, he doesn't talk." Uh, right? Why can't you can't take your head off? What are you thinking? Like, just the very like by the books crap that you know you have to deal with. 
Yeah. You know, from someone who's part of a big corporation. Jack Plotnick is in a lot of stuff, not necessarily comedies, but, you know, he's just one of those working actors who does an episode on a thing here or there. Mm-hmm. And uh, strangely enough, he was in one episode of Silicon Valley. Oh, that's great. He's just, he was really, really funny. Mm-hmm. It must have really bummed him off that this movie was shelved for 10 years, considering yeah. how funny he is in it. He is really funny in it. I also really liked, oh my God, one of the things that I liked so much was um, the couple where uh, the woman was pregnant and they have all yeah. these kids, her husband in it, where yep. he just talks over her and mansplains and is like, well, I'm the one who works kind of a thing. Oh, God. I mean, it's so cringy, but it's so funny because guys like that still very much exist. And it's very, like, relevant today. I thought it was so funny. Well, let me explain to you why that was funny. It's, I'm going to slip. <laughs> well, it was funny because, like, she had a lot of kids. <clears throat> but he was kind of like, I don't like this bit that you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to cut you. <clears throat> that guy was Roy Jenkins. That's who he is. Who is another one of those people who isn't in a whole lot of stuff. Um, you know, just another working actor. Yeah, I've seen him in stuff though, is one of those things. Um like I've I've seen him in I recognized him as soon as I saw him. Yeah, I recognized him too, but looking at his career, I don't really know what I would have I really think he's in a lot of commercials. Yeah. Honestly. I, I bet you're right. He's probably mostly a commercial actor. He's a flower customer in Night at the Roxbury. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, I think he's in a lot of commercials, and that's where I always see him. Yeah. But yeah, he and his wife, played by Romy Rosemont, were <laughs> so funny. Yes. She was great. When, yeah. when they're doing the, like, behind-the-scenes part where, you know, they go to meet the contestants. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, she's got her hands full and her husband's just sitting there, like, explaining everything to her. <laughs> and, and she's like, ha, 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 yes, everything's great. And she's one of those people, too, who's done, like, a couple, like, comedies recently. Like, she's on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and mm-hmm. she was on an episode of Angie Tribeca but she's mm-hmm. also mostly doing dramatic stuff. She's on Better Things. She's she's on an episode of Better Things. She's on in a five episodes of A Million Little Things, which is a drama. She mm-hmm. was in an episode of The Morning Show, which is a dramedy, I think. Yeah, she's in a lot of drama stuff. Mm-hmm. Which you know, hell yeah, girl, like show your range. Yeah, she was really funny in this. I really liked it because um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I like, I like that eventually she's like, her husband is like, I'll, I'll have a vasectomy. Yeah. Like. What are you saying? Oh, after we have our second child, I'm not pregnant. Don't be weird. But we're going to try for another one. You're getting a vasectomy. (laughs) Just so you know. Like, I'll, I'll get a Mirena. Like, I'll get it, you know, an IUD, but I'm going to need you to get a vasectomy. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We'll talk about it. Seriously? I am kind of putting you on the spot, like, say you'll have a vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, thanks, Sam Evans, for recommending (laughs) this movie. I don't know. I just really liked it. It's not like I see that dynamic in us, is is what I'm trying to say. But I thought it was funny because I see that dynamic portrayed a lot where, you know, 
that happens. I did like that she kind of had that victory at the end where she's he's like, I'll get a vasectomy. And then she starts her own like company and she's the one, you know, like hustling and she's in charge. And now I promised you after watching the sweetest thing that I would not keep bringing it up. But you kind of get how this is actually a feminist movie. (laughs) And sweetest thing. I love you. Don't just. You're doing like our cat Chewy when we pick him up and he just plays dead. Okay, now you just gave me derp face. All right, I'm sorry. I'm mad at you right I now. I know you are. I know Listen, you. I understand what you mean about a feminist movie. What I was talking about was at the time when Sweetest Thing came out, it felt like a feminist movie to me at 20. Watching this at 37, yes, <laughs> I can see that The Sweetest Thing is not a feminist movie. I was just doing a bit. I'm going to stab you. I know you will. Not with a knife, but with something small, like a needle, just in your sleep. Just really get you, like on your foot or something, so you don't know what's happening. I've thought about this. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Honey, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm not, but maybe I am. I don't know. You're not. I guess we'll find out. Oh. I love you. Don't make me angry. (laughs) I watch so many true crime shows, honey. You should be much more careful. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think this was a great You Made Us Watch. This was a great You Made Us Watch. Is this the first one that we really liked? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Because what have we watched so far that were the You Made Us Watch? Waterworld. Ugh. The Baby. You, the Baby. Ugh. Eurotrip. And, yeah, Eurotrip we were okay on. Yeah, we were okay on that one. Wasn't there another one? No. So it was Waterworld, Eurotrip, the, the baby. baby, and this one. And then Cook-Off. Cook-Off, yep. which we both really li- like. I would, I highly recommend watching this movie. Yep, me too. It's so funny. It's sweet and charming. And I feel like it's, um, it's not like, there's nothing hateful in it. Mm-mm. Like how sometimes um, you'll watch something and it seems really dated. Yeah, for a movie that was done in 2007, I didn't find any cringy moments. Yeah, there were zero cringy moments. People were, I think, well represented. I mean, there are a lot of stereotypes in the movie, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's a movie about middle America, so you kind of have to condense your characters into Mm. stereotypes and caricatures of themselves. But I think it's really well done <laughs> i liked little subtle jokes like niecy nash's character is in one of those scooters yeah but at one point in time she gets up and kind of runs around a little bit and then goes like oh and oh. then sits back down on the yes and they don't like hit you over the head no it's just subtle with that joke i love a good subtle yeah, they don't confident joke in a movie yes yeah it's when she gets uh, selected as a finalist. Yep. She's like, ooh, and she runs like a couple of feet and then is like, ooh. I love that, too, when they just let it be. Yeah. They don't, yeah. It's really not that dirty, so I, you could definitely, yeah. I think there's a couple of swears in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, overall, I really think that, you know, it could be a family movie, honestly. Yeah, this is definitely a flew-under-the-radar gem. Mm-hmm. It, it really, really if is. you like any of the Christopher Guest movies, then yeah. you would probably really like this. I think so. I also feel like um, if you liked Reno 911, you would really like this. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that because there's a lot of the cast in it. It has kind of that same, like, sensibility, that same humor Yeah, uh, is kind of brought to that. I think um, they also kind of let people improv a little bit. 
mm-hmm. which was a big thing on Reno 911. No, Reno 911 was, was all improvised. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Reno 911 was just an improvised show. So I feel like coming from that, like, the writers and the directors, even though they had a script, I think they also appreciated, like, letting it breathe and let people kind of do their thing. Yeah. Catherine Michon also directed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she plays um, Sharon, correct? Yeah. yeah. She plays the sister. And she is, you know, I I don't see her in a lot of stuff, but she's so funny. I don't know who I was mistaking her for, but I was mistaking her for someone else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she only has six acting credits. She was in something called George. Uh, there was a TV series called The Lot mm-hmm. that she was in. She was in... Girl Genius at the Movies, Cook-Off, The Babe and the Kid, which was a short, and then her movie Muffin Top. Mm-hmm. She's mostly a writer. Um, mm-hmm. We'll probably never see most of the things she wrote because she wrote, you know, stuff like Dog's Way Home. You know, probably oh. a lot of those. Uh, hey, just so you know, you know, like she wrote A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Way Home, A Dog's oh. Purpose. The family movie kind of thing. Yeah, She's like a, a lot of like the that. dog's probably going to die movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. But, oh, my God. She's been around forever. She wrote, like, two episodes of Designing Women. Oh, hell yeah, girl. Yeah. She's. In an episode of three episodes of China Beach. Going oh, back wow. to uh, 1990. That's awesome. Yeah. She's great. She's She was great in this. I really, really, really liked it. Yeah. Oh my She's god. So I'm funny. Surprised she doesn't have a much bigger career. Kind of shows you how sexist Hollywood is because what? I mean, she's this movie's directed really well. It is directed. I love the way that it was shot. You know, it, it is kind of mockumentary style mm. um, in that way, but it's also you know it's shot really well because there's the moments that aren't mockumentary style, you know, there, there there's journalists that they're kind of following around, but it's not, um, I guess it's more modern family style, the way modern family is shot, like where it's not really a mockumentary, yeah. but it has moments where it seems like a mockumentary. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the contestants are being interviewed periodically by the journalists. I really, really like the way this was shot. I like the way it was directed. I love the whole thing. You guys should watch it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Sam Evans, yeah, for thanks, recommending Sam. this. Yeah, big old metal head with a heart. Yeah. Guess we're not mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I miss Lansing Connections. Me too. Oh, man. When you think about it, like Angie, who is. Yeah, you know, Angie, who is our son's nanny and like one and of our, our friends. Yeah, a, and one of our, one of our closest, closest friends. friends. Yeah, she came from Lansing Connections. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I remember meeting her like right around the time you and I met. Yeah. Because she said, she's like, oh, I just had a baby. His name is Gambit. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, that's yeah. cool. Because then when we ran into her again and she was dating Marty, that's how I remembered her. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, I remember you. That crew at Lansing Connections when Tina started managing the <sighs> place was such a great crew. They really... I loved going there all the time. Like, yeah, man, I miss that club. I'm glad that there's still a really good comedy scene in Lansing. Me too. I mean, you know, it's definitely like less traditional, but it's still a great scene. And I think it's kind of moving in the way that comedy is with being less traditional. Yeah. So, you know, I'm really. Yeah, there's the salsa parlor yeah, shows. With, and, and Max. With Louis Michael and mm-hmm. his fucking feet. And 
Max Bar. And- yeah. Yeah. The the scene out there is is really great. And I'm just I'm so happy that it's thriving. Yeah, it's, me too. I'm glad that it didn't, you know, go away with with connections. Cause, mm-hmm. And also, man, the people who worked there were just the most fun. Do you remember those hula hoops they had? Yep. Oh, my God. They made these hula hoops. They made them because they were huge and they were made out of this, like, um, like tubing. Oh, I didn't know they made them. They made them because they were huge and they were really thick and fat. So they made them and then wrapped them in, like, tape or whatever and decorated them. Okay. And they would just... They were so funny because the the waiters and the bartenders and everybody would just be like having hula hoop competition. Do you remember who was like the hula hooping king? Yes, it was Matt Evans. It was Matt Evans, Sam's, Sam's brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I got this, and he would just shake his ass and destroy everybody. He knew all the tricks. It was so funny. Yeah. And then, do you remember Tina had that zombie baby? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That thing was funny. Lance and Connections, R.I.P. R.I.P. I miss you. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of You Made Me Watch, yeah. or I guess in this case, You, you made, made Us, us watch. watch. Go out, check out Cook Off. Yeah, check it out. It's really good. And if you're in the Lansing area, check out some shows. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're great and everybody the out there is salsa funny. salsa parlor shows, I believe, are running outdoors right now. They are, yes. Practicing social distancing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, Max is on hiatus right now. Um, yeah. I believe. Or they're doing online shows, maybe. Um, I, I think. Yeah. Maybe they're doing online shows. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.